Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Welcome to back to an episode of Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. And as always, is I am the Admirable Admiral, and as always, my co-host, Jim Strangefork. I don't know why I forgot your name for a second. I had to think. World disturbance, Admiral. World disturbance. <laughs> I, I couldn't think. So, Jim, why don't you go ahead and let people know what we do here? What what is our what is our lot in life? Our lot in life is to do a Futurama podcast celebrating the great television cartoon Futurama. Uh, We take each episode once every other week. We sit down, we watch through it probably too many times. We review it, talk about it for you folks, our listeners, to listen in and gain some wonderful insight. Maybe some not-so-wonderful insight. Yeah, some random knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, Season 1, Episode 7, My Three Sons. The original air date was May 4th, May 4th, 1999. All right, and, it, uh, and did you catch the, uh, the joke at the beginning when they said, uh, presented in double vision, we're drunk? Yes, so I got it in double vision. Wow, okay, just right out there. Give my viewings, we're in double vision. Um... Uh, and then also the cold opening was really funny with the bot wash. Yes. Uh, that was, I love, I love the use of the old song, the, the car wash song in that. Yeah. And I love how Bender's just like singing. It's like whenever the car wash goes on, he goes, bot wash. Yeah. Like he's just like, yeah. bot wash. <laughs> All right, Jim. So why don't you give us a, uh, explanation or, uh, why don't you walk us through, uh, the video, the description, the plot of this episode, and I'll jump in with my little anecdotes or jokes that I liked best. Absolutely, Admiral. So, as you said, the cold open, we get uh, Bender going through the robot wash, um, you know, singing along to Car Wash. We kind of explained that. We we actually didn't get to the punchline, which is that as soon as he's done, it starts raining because why wouldn't it? Oh, um, what about the dirty joke where he's like the undercoating and he presses it? And he's oh. like, oh. Yeah, yeah. When he gets uh, polished yes. down below. And that's, why, that's what makes this shiny metal ass so shiny. Exactly. Um, so when we get back from the you know opening credits, we cut to Bender sitting on the couch at Planet Express watching, um, I forget the name of the show. Elzar. Uh, I know it's Elzar. Was it like the essence of Elzar? Sure. Let's say it's yeah, the essence. Whatever it is. He's watching Elzar. He's watching his cooking shows um, as Elzar teaches him how to cook um, with Neptunian ingredients. Because, ne- Neptunian slugs. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, and Leela and Fry walk in on him and he tries to like turn off the TV and say he was looking for Because, you know, that's perfectly acceptable to do a work, right? Right, definitely. Yeah. Um, and when Leela turns it back on and learns that Bender wants to be a chef, this is like the second of Bender's dreams we're learning about in the series. That Bender dreams of being a great chef, uh, which 
is a horrible thing. He's embarrassed to tell anyone about it, but the horrible irony is he has no taste buds. He can't taste anything. What about, uh, I like when, uh, I like when Fry's like, well, I like to cook Bender, and he's like, pansy. <laughs> I love that. Uh, um, so, we, we get to this little tidbit about Bender, then we cut to uh, one of my favorite characters, Hermes, um, who is basically telling Bender that he needs to actually start doing something at work, uh, other than just watching cooking shows all day. Because they're paying him to do nothing but sit on the couch and watch TV. You call that a couch? I demand a pillow. <laughs> uh, I need to demand that at my work, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, Bender, from here, uh, he decides he, he signs on as the ship's cook. He's, he's going to live out his dream and become a chef. Um... And so he has to go to Wait, wait, before that, before that, he was like, wait, you're going to be the chef's cook, and then this is when we have the realization that he doesn't have taste. And then he responds to Leela, well, I don't know, I don't want to talk about taste, sweetheart, but I wouldn't be talking about taste if I was wearing a lime green tank top. That's right, I forgot about that. And Fry goes, bam! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Yeah. The, like the head shop and the all the like just really creepy people. The crack, the refreshing crack that you can buy yeah. from. Yeah. Machine. Uh, the number nine guy. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what? I, I I saw him and instantly realized I never figured out where his original appearance was, and I don't know if that was it or not. Now. I think that was it because I don't remember seeing him anywhere else. Uh, you know that's Maurice LaMarche that does that voice? I didn't know that until I watched the uh, commentary. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. catch that one. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, me either. I was like, what? I don't want to brain, man. Exactly. You want to buy, you want to buy X-Ray? It's Z-Ray. Two. Two better than X. Two. You want I love that voice because it reminds me of Forrest Batman from Rocky and Bully. Bully. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me too. That makes me think of it too. Butcher shop? Market, whatever, um, where Bender gets his slug, which um, they ask him if he wants it in yellow or purple. And uh, Bender doesn't care. The one causes extreme diarrhea. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And, uh, and they give him the right color. Like he has the he, he goes with the yellow instead of the purple. That causes the nightmare yeah. diarrhea. Yeah, Elzar did that one. It was dead. It was dead. That's why he chopped it for Bender. Oh, was it 
Mm-hmm. Just that. comes in and he's like good news oh that that doesn't sound like good news what what's going on and then and then he goes then he goes we're gonna go to the galaxy to the forbidden zone what professor are we allowed into the forbidden zone of course it's just a name just like the galaxy of terror which it's in you know it's whatever cool like that that was one of my favorite parts was that like I was like I love the way I love the way Bender was like oh jeez no not another job please just yeah I love that so soon in the series they catch on like good news everyone is not good news no ne- never is um so yeah the professor sends them into uh the forbidden zone in the galaxy of terror um to this planet with a little delivery simple easy delivery um, so the planet, was it Trisol? Yes. Yes. Um, and, uh, as they start flying, Bender, uh, services Neptune and Slug, um, which they showed him preparing, and I love that you're cooking a slug, Bender, you're like the ultimate bad chef. Whoa, wait, wait, save that for the fun facts, bro. For the fun facts. Yeah. Are you mentioning something for the fun facts, or are you about to mention something else? For the plot. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So Bender covers it in salt. Um, like, just dumps salt all over the slug. And, of course, as slugs do with salt, it uh, shrivels up and shrinks. And then they all eat, like, a tiny little sliver of slug. And um, they all, like, spit it out because it's so disgustingly salty. Uh, to which they all go to wash down with water, but it turns out Bender served with salt water. No, it's salt with water in it, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Well, my question is, would that hurt Zoidberg anyway? Because salt hurts cephalopods, but or decalopod. Yeah. But that's just me. Okay, it's. Exactly. How would Bender know that? That's the real question. Horrible, horrible food. They land on the planet Trisol, 
And for whatever reason, they just, I don't know why they land so far away right? from where they're delivering stuff. But then Leela sends Fry on his own through the desert to go and deliver the little package they got. And after eating the really salty slug, Fry is like dying of thirst from all the salt. Uh, and like, I love when the sun goes down and he's like, oh, finally, and then a giant sun comes out. And he's like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Um, and so he ends up getting uh, uh, to the palace. Uh, finds it completely empty, but sees it's for the packages for the emperor. And goes to, like, set it down. And notices this little bottle of this dripping, cold, refreshing-looking beverage sitting on the throne. And probably decides to grab what clearly is the emperor's, like, you know, drink when he gets back to wherever he is and down it. And as he finishes the last drop, we see these, like, liquid things coming into the thermal room, and they, like, stand up, and it's uh, the people of the planet are all made of liquid, and Fry's now drunk the uh, Emperor, which this is, this is the first Emperor to be drunk on television on this show, I think. Yeah. Oh, I got it, because it's a yeah, joke. Yeah, um, But, uh... So, yeah, the blue liquid turned out to be the Emperor. Um, and, uh, like, Fry being freaked out ends up they make him the new Emperor instead of, like, killing him for killing the Emperor. Um, and uh, I love when they, they make him Emperor and he opens up the package and the sign that says, please don't drink the Emperor. And then he hangs it up and goes, this will wrap just in time. I know, I was like, wow. <laughs> Okay, and then we we get when uh we get when when Leela shows back up and she's like, Fry, I told you specifically not to do this, and he's like, eh, whatever. And then they go, uh, which it's because it could have been poison, yeah, but she's equally good. It was never right. What about what about when you hear his uh royal commissary or whatever it is? It's just like brain. It's literally the brain voice. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah, it totally is. I was like, what? Um, and then you had... And then... Uh, I'm sorry, I had to jump on because it's one of my favorite scenes. Is when he's like, we need to pick a prime minister. I say... I say uh, Glorback. Was it Glorbacks? I think it was. Yeah. And he's like, I suspect... You know, Fry, I, I really... And Bender's just like, Fry, I really want to... You know, I really think I could be prime minister. I don't have to go a Bender on this one. And then I love how he gets Bender. And he's like, um, I forgot what, oh, I, as your captain, I demand you to get back on the ship. Oh, I'll have to check my prime minister on this one. Prime minister, stay the course, pal. Stay the course. <laughs> I love Bender when he's playing royalty and leadership and stuff. I love it so much. He's all like, whatever, pal. Because he's still, he's still the same Bender, but he just like ups it on the class. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 we gotta talk about, they're gonna talk about how, uh, we gotta talk about how, uh, Zoidberg wants to wear his formal shell at the setting of the Three Sons, because that's when they have the coronation. Uh, and Amy's like, oh, 
so and so whatever and then they do the pre-coronation and then uh, we get the uh, comedy which I think it's like Chris Rock is that what it's supposed to be yeah okay because that's what I got from him was Chris Rock and then that's when Leela finds the hallway sorry we have we have to go over every scene that's what we do okay <laughs> Oh, okay. That's cool, then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Leela discovers this hallway with all these portraits of every emperor in history um, and, and it shows that basically each one of them uh, was the assassin of the previous person, and that's how they become emperor. You become emperor when you kill the person in front of you. Uh, to which there are then portraits of Fry and then an empty picture frame for Fry's assassin, Another one for Fry's assassin's assassin. Which Fry goes, well, at least the guy who kills me gets what's coming to him. Right, I was like, wow. Okay. Optimism for Fry. And, and he's like, no one's going to assassinate me. And while he's saying that, like, one of the things opens up and, like, straw comes up, so it's open and an X appears. And they're trying to drink him. What, one, of my, my, one of my favorite Fry lines, he's just like, quit it. Like just his optimism, where he's just like, like he's just like nonchalant. He's just like, quit it. Like I was like, yeah, that's perfect. That's priceless. Yep. Uh, the people are trying to murder me now. Right. Um, and so Leela, having done like some great historical research on the society they've been with for like ten minutes, um, points out as a surprise that at his coronation party, uh, or at his coronation. He's going to have to completely and flawlessly recite the oath uh, to be sworn in. Um, and if he screws up anything, then they're going to kill him. And I like how he's like, oh, I was going to thumb through that. Yeah, like, you're now like, like, yes, I just recite this flawlessly in a few minutes. I'm like, yeah, I'll look at it later. Um, what about the harem that, uh, that he has to go to to pick out his royal consort? Uh, and then he's like, so they're in the, so there's basically just like they showed up in the emperor. There's a, as a harem, and a harem is basically a, 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 uh, a house of women of the night. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it's the, you know, the king's like women to have a good time with. Yeah. So basically, he's they're they're in a liquid bottle, and they're like, you can choose any of these consorts, whichever you be. And he's like, uh, that one. Ooh, I didn't know the Majesty was like that. And then he's like, uh, that one. He's like, uh, hey, whatever, you pick them. It's cool, whatever. And I love how we never see these women. It's just like, like he's just like, okay, yeah, cool. Like I love fries. Like I would like, uh, I would like to see the women's, you know, before that. Like just like bottle. Yeah. Like there you go. But no, I thought yeah, that was. They all look exactly like they're like just generic bottles, and then it's like clearly the first one has some kind of really weird king thing going on. Yeah. But then like the second one must be like I don't know what's going on. With that. Exactly, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, and then right after that, I think uh, no, there was another scene where uh where they were talking about something and go, you know, I think Fry Fry's like a shiftless 25-year-old delivery boy comes to become emperor of a planet. And then and uh, and then Fry goes, you know what? I think you're talking about me, right? She's talking about me, right? And then I love how um, 
uh, Zoidberg was just sitting there talking with Amy, and she's like, "Yeah, you're soaking in one right now," and it's the uh, it's the former prime minister that uh, that Amy has her hands in, and he's he's like, "You've touched me in ways I haven't been touched before." <laughs> Yep, it's like right on the money, but not too much to get it off of prime time. Which is yeah, great. yeah. Um, and then we talk about the speech that he has to do at yeah, the. Yeah, over the coronation, and Fry um, kind of recites the speech perfectly. I mean, he gets it. He gets there in the end. In, um, insanity. I mean, integrity. Yeah, yeah, with uh, the notes written on his like wrist. Heck of a speech to have written on your wrist. Um, right? Tiny print there, Fry. Someone, someone who planned the express screw was uh, clearly good at writing small. Maybe it was Bender. The crib notes? Yeah. yeah. Um, and and uh, as soon as he's done, you know, he is sworn in as Fry the Solid, which I love that line. Right? It's all, it's all different like, levels of liquidity for all the other ones. Describe as solid. Um, and as the sun sets, all of the the whatever they are, the water people start gloating. Trisolians. The what? The Trisolians. Trisolians. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm racist to aliens here. Um, uh, so the Trisolians they all start glowing, and then Fry's stomach starts glowing, and we see that uh, Bonce, the emperor that Fry drank, is still alive and well inside of Fry. And he demands that Fry be cut open and drained um, with this, like, giant juicer that they bring out, which is amazing. Best weapon ever. Juicematic um, 4000. Yeah. Um, and so, like, everyone kind of holds up in the throne room trying to, like, keep Fry alive and trying to figure out ways to get him out, which he refuses to be um, sweat out, and uh, he, he's... Slightly more okay with being peed out, which I feel like that. Or vomiting. Or vomiting. vomiting. Uh, uh, And then they they decide uh, the Emperor's favorite method is still the one where the destroys every day, like, last iota of pride to juice him out and throw away the pulpy remains. Uh, And they all decide that the only way to get pride to let the Emperor out, the best method would be to get pride to cry. But pride's too much here to cry. Uh, what about Bender's uh, big thing? And he's just like, "You're a pimple in society's ass." And he's just like, "I was the emperor of a whole planet." Oh uh, yeah, yeah right. Bender just cannot make Fry cry. All of his insults. He's like, "Man, it's harder than I thought." And he's like, "Yeah, it's, don't worry about it. Bender. Shut up, Bimbo." Yeah. <laughs> and then I love how I love how Zoidberg's like, "Shouldn't we call Leela? Cram it, lobster!" And he's just crying. Like it's just that—that's the joke—is that he's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then she he calls he calls Leela on the phone, which he calls collect, and he's like, "A collect call from I'm not giving my name to a machine." <laughs> which is funny from a machine. <laughs> right. That's what that's what makes it so funny is that. And then I like how he's like, "Look, I don't like you. You don't like me. I like you." Wait, what? And he's sitting there talking. He's like, "I like how fries is like mortal danger." And he's like, "Wait, wait, what do you like about me?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I, that is probably one of my favorite Edgar and Leela exchanges ever. I'm like, I don't like you, you don't like me. I like you. What? Oh, um, 
Uh, and then and then we get to the point where they're just like talking, and then I like how Fry just comes. I mean Bender comes up to Fry and he's like, "Is she coming? I don't know, but I know she likes my in-your-face attitude." <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so so Leela ends up uh, trying to come in and getting attacked by the rest of the Trisolians. Um. To which Fry starts getting upset, and as they see, as Bender sees the Fry's getting upset, decides to completely use this to his advantage by just completely telling Fry that Leela's being brutally murdered. Which finally makes Fry start to cry. And I think they get like a single tear out. When Leela comes in, it'd be two tears out when Leela comes in. Uh, so it's not quite enough, but um, they, they realize that now Fry is, is sad and Leela, you know, understanding what needs to be done, decides to remind Fry that she, she only cares about doing what's the best for her and starts just beating him up. And like, they cut to, like, literally just everyone taking turns beating the crap out of Fry. Just, like, kicking him, punching him, whatever. Um, and I, I love that, like, they just cut to him, and he's still crying, and they'll beat him up and take turns. And I'm like, I don't even remember who it is walks away. Amy. And like, taking you walks away. And then a chair hits him. He's like, wait, who are you? I'm the Emperor. Thank you for crying me out. And then he just kicks him again. Right. <laughs> and then Bender goes to take another turn. <laughs> no, Bender's like, hey, leave some for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, they're all, like, they don't need to anymore, but they still keep beating him up. Yeah. Um, I'm like, wow, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Which is really weird that it ends like that. Yeah, it's still getting beaten up. Like, okay. Um, so that brings us to My Three Sons. I, I think the best description you had was earlier was when you... You didn't know your. How did you say it before we started recording? Oh, so yeah, so this is one of those episodes that every time I see it, I remember it, and I remember every little thing. But when I'm not thinking about it, when I'm not watching it, like it's one that like just escapes my memory. It's never an episode I think about. Right. It, I, I guess it's one of those like solid B episodes of Futurama. It's like one of those that you're like a soft it's hit. <laughs> yes fry the salad <laughs> oh. so let's get on to our fun facts yes fun facts did you know this was originally going to be the second episode in the series but it got pushed back to episode 7 that's interesting yeah No, this was going to be the second episode. Yeah, uh, Matt Groening had an idea, and this is another fun fact. So it's two. So I have the two fun facts. This is the two fun. This is the first one leading into the second one. Uh, Matt Groening says he wanted. He always thought when he envisioned the series, he wanted a delivery boy to drink an emperor and become emperor of the planet. That was yeah, and and it's also a. Um, a reference to a 1960s early television series called My Three Sons, which yeah. a guy. Oh, yes. Yes. Do you have any fun facts? Um, I'm gonna take that one. 
Go ahead. Uh, so when, when Ender, Ender the chef uh, is wearing his uh, his apron in the kitchen, uh, there is a reference, and uh, we were actually discussing this earlier. It's one of my favorite television series. I actually I, I had not ever caught this until recently, uh, but it says to serve man, which fun for Bender since he wants to kill all humans, and then he's going to you know. Serve man, possibly in the context of you know serving them food, possibly in the context of serving them as food. But uh, it's a reference to an episode of the Twilight Zone. Yes. One of the greatest sci-fi shows in history behind Futurama. Of course. Um, and then also, uh, my girlfriend was over, uh, Patron, and she actually got that, because I was writing stuff down, because you know how I write stuff down for this, and she's like, she's like, hey, is that a reference to the Twilight Zone? I go, she goes, she, I kind of looked at her, she's like, what? I was like, I don't even think Jim knows that, and he loves that series. <laughs> Yep. Oh, and also, um, did you notice that uh, when the when the Planet Express ship landed on Trisol, there was air brakes like the bus. It was like. Shh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that. That's amazing. Yeah. So let's move on to things I want from the future. So I want. A Z-Ray I. Because I want to know what it does, what is two better than X. So I want to know why it is. Why is I got a cook-up for you on that one. Oh, well, I got Tesla, so it'll be cool. He's a seeing eye dog, right? Tesla! Yeah, yeah look, he'll, he'll, he'll help me out. Look. Yeah. I like how Tesla has to be in the room when we when I watch Futurama with him, and then when we record, he has to be in the room. And I realized to the realization that this is Tesla's first viewing of Futurama, so he has to watch it in order. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's getting all of them like every other week. And also the grasshopper and the octopus. I want that in a kid's book. Because I'm going to recite it now, because I kind of skipped over it, because I wanted to save it for this one. The grasshopper and the octopus. Grasshopper would gather acorns for winter, and while the octopus mooched off his girlfriend. And then the winter came, and the grasshopper died, and the octopus ate all the acorns, and got a race car. I mean, do you get this at all? Do you get this? <laughs> I love that story. I forget it. I want that in a children's book. <laughs> And then I also want the fry photo of him as the emperor. Yeah. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what are the things you want from the future? Um. So honestly, I I, I want to try an Neptunian slug. Like, I I love eating weird things all the time. Anyway, I, I really want to. Why don't you have the purple one and let me know how it is? The nightmarish diarrhea one. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. 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 You can get one of those to Taco Bell. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Okay. We are not going to talk about Taco Bell, nor will we ever be able. Um, <laughs> I can see it now. Taco Bell was like, hey, we're going to, this is really good. Nope. Yep. That's for this podcast. Yeah. Um, but more than the, the Neptunian slug, there's an ad in the 
slug? Yes. I wanted to try that. But then you have to try real slug in order to think, know that it's, I can't believe it's not real slug. Okay, well, I have a, I have a hope. I have a real, 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 I have a Oh, uh, what is it? I forgot what it was. Jim. Uh, right? Yeah, but oh, I was like, but no, I forgot what he called it. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I want a spicy. That's what I want too. I want like, cause I cook a lot, and I would just perfect go bam. Yeah. Weasel, weasel. Yes. Yeah. I just got that reference. I just got I just got the joke. It took me like half a second to actually get that reference. Uh, Alright, so that is My Three Sons. Um, so funny, funny story. Last night, uh, we were hanging out at a wedding. And Jim decided to leave early with his wife. And I, me, and Patron, were, we were dancing to the same song. And then you guys left after that. But me and Patron got put up on the stage because we knew Don't Stop Believing. So we started to sing Don't Stop Believing. So that's why our voice is kind of like, I don't know, kind of like mellow. That's why I kind of let you take the the, the, the reins on this episode because my voice is kind of messed up. I completely forgot the entire words of Don't Stop Believing. I was like, oh, God, I don't know anything. You just have to remember the movie words. That's all anyone ever cares about, right? Yeah, but, but like... The bride and groom came out. My grandfather came out and started looking at us. I was like, oh, God, no. I was like, Petro, just don't look. Don't look. And she looked. She was like, oh, God. I was like, don't look. <laughs> oh, it was fun. We had a blast. It was good seeing you again. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, that's really it. We, we went to a wedding last night. It was really fun. So. Yep. All right. So you can check us out on lowrainpictures.com. You can also find us on the, the What's On app every other Tuesday. So to me, it is as every tu- the Tuesday before I get paid is when this comes out. I don't know about anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Tuesday. So the Tuesday on this one would be the 18th. This will drop on the 18th because today is the 16th. Um, and also check us out. Check out another podcast that I'm on, uh, Cinema Gems, uh, weekly updated movie review and also uh, episodic review. We reviewed Luke Cage the past two weeks, half of Luke Cage and then the other half. Um, and then you can also follow me on Twitter on Hollywood Sci-Fi. Uh, you can email us on the Facebook page at on Welcome to the World. I'm so sorry. Welcome to the World Tomorrow. Like us on Facebook and on iTunes. Uh, check us out on Lower End Pictures. Look up Google on the iPhone. Google Lower End Pictures on the podcast app, and we'll pop up what's on Cinema Gems. And also, Marty and the Arrogant Deserver, thank you for letting us use your website. You are 30. They're really funny. Very hysterical. Do not play it at a children's birthday party. I do not know that from experience. I did not make that happen. That was not me. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. Anything else, Jim? That's all I got, Admiral. All right. Wipe your hooves, guys. See you later. Bye.